What's up, everyone? School of Hard Knocks, guys. We got episode fifteen. Fifteen, Man, bro. dude. Can't believe it's fifteen already, bro. So, um, Coach Rod, guys, of course. Coach Max here with everybody. What's up? So we got. Uh, we wanted to change up the pace a bit for this week's pod, pod podcast, guys. We got some. Uh, uh, we got some great ideas in the following weeks and stuff like that. Some different things that we're going to be throwing at you and information that we receive and stuff like that. Uh, even throwing in some like live Q and A's along the way that are not really tied in with the podcast and stuff, but just to kind of get our information out there and kind of like spread the love, just like we always say, and and throw the knowledge out there that we have and experiences and stuff like that. You know, so um, I threw out a uh, I threw out a like a questions box on a Instagram story yet yesterday. I've always liked kind of doing those live guys and uh, just seeing kind of what people want to know, you know, I mean, not just members from Hard Knocks and stuff like that, but maybe just some followers that we have that might not reach out to us at times or that just might have random questions that maybe sometimes they won't ask, you know I mean? So we open up the platform in a di- different way to kind of receive that information and then give our insight and our experiences and our knowledge based off of what we know within the field or whatever topic it is, you know I mean? So we had some awesome questions asked yesterday. Uh, the ones that I asked for were anything related to fitness, business, recovery, uh, life in general, you know what I mean? And I, and I think, I mean, when it comes to our field, Max, like we need to be kind of experienced in all those top topics, man. What do you think? diverse mm-hmm. I think so man because when it comes to it like yeah you can be like a coach out here but you could also be like a coach in like someone's life like helping them out with like a friendship or like like sometimes maybe they have questions about other things in life that maybe you experienced and you can give them that little bit of information and maybe that little bit of knowledge that they gained from you that day maybe it wasn't a power clean but maybe it was a phrase you said yeah right? Right or so, a word that you said and you just changed their mindset so yeah man it's like life coach, like you've mentioned in the past, dude. Good stuff, man. Good stuff, bro. So, yeah, man. Um, we got a bunch of questions to ask, guys. I went ahead. We we chose just the top ones that we saw there, so we don't get to your question just this time. No worries, guys. We'll bring it up in the next time we talk or whatever it may be. You know what I mean? So, but we're gonna treat this as like a quick drill. We're going to read the question now, Coach Max and I, we both answered cool. One of us might have a little bit more insider experience in whatever the question is, but I'm just going to go ahead and roll through it, dude, and we'll, we'll kind of make this fun, man. So this is one of my favorite ones, dude. It was, they asked, what's it like coaching with Edna? How was she introduced to fitness? So give us a little insight to that, man. It's pretty cool. Go for it. Okay. So to answer the first part of that question, how is it like coaching with Edna? So honestly, to answer that, coaching with her here at HK is my first experience coaching with her on the floor together. (laughs) So, oh my God, it is freaking amazing to have her there because she, one, moves well, right? Just great demo. Um, She knows the way that I kind of kind of maneuver my my flows you know she she's she's flexible she can get into positions she's she's very responsive to cues she has a lot of coordination and then her energy on there is very amazing she hypes up the crowd um she's really good at motivating people and her energy is just very strong so i got a little nervous like the other day when, you, when i was yeah. like oh my god this is my first time coaching <laughs> with my right so it was, it was super cool man i love it um and 
first uh, time that she was introduced to fitness, I think, like in general, like if that's a general idea, I think she played sports um, in high school. But like if we're talking like strength and conditioning, yeah. like CrossFit stuff, uh, oh man, like eight years ago. And we both started this Nike Pro app, and we were going to the rec center and like changing, <laughs> changing our exercise routine, bro. So like instead of doing isolations, yeah. we started doing this circuit training, bro. Cool. And started man. looking for that high tempo intensity, and then I think she really got introduced um, at EBT CrossFit when we started like like eight years ago, and then full on just addict from there, bro. That's badass. Man. <laughs> That's cool to hear. That's a great response, man. And I will say this, kind of like. My input into that, uh, seeing you all coach on the floor, dude, is as natural as it comes, dude. And everything oh, you, you said, that's, that's like spot on, bro. Um, quick little thing that I saw a couple weeks back. Edna was sharing uh, some of her like old school videos from EBT, dude, <laughs> when, when she was doing like, not sure if it was yeah, like yeah. cleans or jump, jump rope. And if you see her now on the floor, dude, She's like a technician on the floor, dude. Yeah, she moves yeah, very yeah. well, like you said, dude. And and she's very precise in the way that she moves and kind of the way she flows through move, movement and stuff like that, you know? So to see where she kind of started, yeah. dude, I think I, I always love, bro, going back to older videos, dude, and just seeing the way we used to move. <laughs> it's kind of like when you look back and you see the way you used to dress. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, shit, <laughs> like, dude. What was I wearing, bro? Yeah, bro. It's so that's awesome, process. man. Yeah, man. No, for sure. Cool deal. Videos. Cool deal. Cool deal, man. Well, on to the next one, man. So, biggest pet peeves in the gym. Okay, so I'll go ahead and take the lead on this, this one first, man. So, uh, being, being the owner of the business, uh, I mean... You kind of see everything, man, you know what I mean? And this is like a common talk that I have with the staff and things like that. It's not to get extremely frustrated with certain scenarios that were dealt dealt with and stuff like that in the gym, you know, I mean, the business itself. Uh, it's co common things that we're not the only gym that's going to experience it. I think gyms all around the world kind of have the same issues across the board, you know what I mean? So whether it be like, hey, use just enough chalk for what you need. You don't have to rub it on your face, on your knees, on your pants, on your butt, and then <laughs> clap like LeBron every time, you know what I mean? Create this big dust ball around you, you know Dude, what I mean? Yes. Uh, but like that's that that's honestly, that might be another gym owner's pet pet peeve. It's really not mine, dude. I think for me, man, it's a little bit more along the lines of like, so me, myself, being a coach, man, um, I, I crave to be coached again, dude. And I want to go to a class and I want to be coached and I want to be the most attentive person in class because I know that if I'm coached, I'm going to become a little bit better after I get done with that. You know what I mean? So uh, our whole thing here at HK is we want to educate, man. We want to inspire. We want to get these people on the right track to live the best life that they can, the healthiest life that they can. You know what I mean? And how that will kind of transfer over into their everyday lives, whether it's the workplace, relationship, mom, dad, kids, whatever it may be. You know what I mean? So everything we go over, guys, uh, like there's a reason and a purpose behind why we coach the way that we do and the changes that we want to make to your technique and form. So it's... It, 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 it's a little bit of a pet peeve of mine, man. Like, I just want everyone on the same flow, dude, when I'm having to go through a class or teach a class and stuff like that. So when there's little, like, interruptions here, 
in the background, someone's talking in the back and stuff like that. It kind of just takes away from that concentration flow that I'm trying to get into because I know the info that I'm trying to put across the board is very important and it's useful, you know what I mean? So I just don't, I don't, I don't want people to disregard the information. It's just like, hey, it's just a workout class. We come move and then we go. There's a lot more to it than that, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure, man. That was a really good answer, man. Yeah, thank for sure. You. Um, man, I don't know. Like, mine is I can definitely piggy pack off that one, man. Because like when I coach or I'm I'm doing a seminar or something like that, like I'm real into it and I'm trying to really like display this information that yeah. you know I've, I've researched and things like that and like to help the person out. You know yeah. what I mean? So um, I totally get you, man. Um, sometimes here and there, there's always going to be like things that, that get left behind, you know, yeah. like a little weight here and there, a little med ball over here, a couple of foam rollers in the back that are still dirty, you know, the things like that. Yeah. I think all gyms kind of go through that. Um, and I think as a community here, we do a really good job of like putting all our stuff away and yeah, there's a couple of things here and here that, you know, get left behind. And I've others, I've seen members like help us out and, and pick up the weights Always, and, and keep the gym clean and stuff, man. So... I can't really, like, say any pet peeves on, on, on weights and stuff like that. I would have to think a little bit deeper because when I coach, again, like you said, like, we're trying to, to get out this information. Exactly. So when there's a, an interruption in the state of flow, it's kind of like, oh, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm trying to show you something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because so, you know how important it is. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? So, I get you. I get you. Cool, yeah, man. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So, and that's just, like I said, man, it's kind of hard to, like, go in depth on here because there's, like... I think it's going to vary from gym to gym and kind of the leadership style, the ownership style and stuff like that and kind of what you want out of the facility. But I think the members do a kick-ass job, man, with helping us out with the weights and keeping the place clean, setting up for the next day, breaking down for the night before. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, I would say the first one that comes to mind is kind of like that. Just I want a very attentive, engaged group when I coach. Always. And people are excited. They come to the gym. They got homeboy and homegirl next to them, so they want to talk about the night before, whatever's going on. Dude, I completely understand. Dude, sure. You know what I mean? Like, it's cool. You know what I mean? But when we're trying to discuss and educate and coach and stuff like that, attentiveness is what I want. You know what sure, I mean? So sure. that's mine right there, man. Nice, nice. So uh, this one, I'm going to let you kind of take the lead, man, because I think you're the professional here. So thoughts on cryotherapy we've all heard of that over the past few years and is icing better than heat for recovery and inflammatory responses wow nice it's a great question so thoughts on the cryotherapy i've actually experienced that once um we had a cryotherapy place over here by where taco palenque is yeah yeah, yeah. plazas yeah, there next to starbucks and um we went one time and man, I think it was cool. Like you stand in this little chamber, um, you know, it gets to like, I don't know, negative something. Something crazy. To like cold as Mount Everest as they, they um, explain. And yeah. you start to kind of get the, the shivers and things like that. And, and what that's doing is it's just kind of minimizing the inflammation within the body so yeah. that you can kind of recover a little faster. You get on with, with your day, right? Cool. Um, so cryotherapy is pretty cool. My, my thoughts on it, like, hey, try it once or twice. I think you might like it, right? Yeah. Um, now, is icing better than heat? That just really depends on what you're trying to do, right? Like your goal. If your goal is to take away the pain, to, to numb it out, to, to, to get some inflammatory relief, then yeah, like ice down. Um, but if you're trying to heal 
uh, the muscle and you're trying to, to, to create this, this regeneration process of the tissues and things like that, then you might want to go a little bit of that heat. Yeah. Um, and, if you, and, and a great resource to that and, and, and the explanation of it more in depth, because uh, I'm still kind of you know, researching that on myself, is, is this guy named Gary Rhino. Um, and he's linked up with Kelly Starrett on YouTube. So if you put Kelly Starrett icing, like that video is going to pop up and it's super informative. So that would be a great resource to answer that question better than I can. But from my experience, when I'm hurting, I'll ice and then I'll use heat probably very rarely. And um, it just depends on if my muscles are tight yeah. or if I feel a lot of tension in my back. But I usually don't have any problems with that because I just keep up with the maintenance and stuff, so... It gets stretchy um, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good it just kind of depends on your goal, man, on that one. Awesome, man. So I'll uh, go and give a little bit of my insight on that, too. So cryotherapy, I've never actually been in one before, dude, but I've heard really good things and a momentarily, like, feeling of, like, better movement, loss of achiness, loss of pain, the inflammatory response is kind of lowered at that point, you know what I mean? Kind of the same thing that you get with icing and yeah, stuff, you know? whole body. Exactly, yeah, dude. So, so yeah, because this cold. thing's like up to your neck, I think, right? Yeah, so and you, you got to submerge. You got to wear mittens. Um, oh. They give you, you, gotta, you stay like in your undergarments um, or not. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on you. You want to freeze it off. And then you gotta wear like little booties or something like that. Gotcha. You know Frostbite or what? Is that it? I think really? so, bro. I don't know. Holy like it's, it's pretty intense. It's pretty hardcore, man. They'll, they'll explain it all though. Yeah. <laughs> but it's pretty neat, guys. So make sure you check out that video that Coach Max uh, kind of brought up right now. It's a great resource. And then I will say this, guys. If you ever get a chance, look into contrast baths. And what that is, is it's alternating time frames or intervals between cold and hot cold and hot, cold and hot, uh, and a lot of the re research kind of points people in that direction as well too, that way you get the benefits of both, but in interval times, you get what I'm saying, within like a 20 minute time frame or whatever it may be, you know what I mean, okay. so uh, pretty neat stuff man, yep, so uh, next one guys, we'll kind of both share our thoughts on this, it's Max, how can I improve my engine, so called, is it mental, ooh, nice, so improving the engine, the, the lung capacity, the stamina, you know, the endurance, that, that's what it's all about, right? So there's interval training that you can do. Um, an example, if you wanted to create a better engine, is very simple. You'd get like on a, some rounds of Tabata and you can fluctuate the time. So you can go like hard for 20 seconds and then recover for maybe a minute. Right, and then you can do the Tabata style like that. There we go. That's one way you can get do that on the rower. You can do that on the skier. Um, you can do like slow jogs and then push a sled on intervals. Right, like go run a four hundred, come back, push a heavy sled, do that for like four or five rounds. Right, so that's how you can Quite build better. the engine. Right, um, but is it mental? Yeah, Big for time, sure. Big time, like. Dude like super mental when you reach like a certain level of capacity though like so like for example Matt Frazier like he's just as strong he's not the strongest guy in the world he's just the fittest yeah. right and he he accomplishes that because he can use his mind better than all the other athletes that's why he's won five times in a row Absolutely, because he can be yeah. put in situations where his body is literally telling him no dude you cannot go and he overrides that somehow some way with his mentality 
I think it was David Goggins who said that, like, yeah, when your mind's telling you to stop, like, your body's actually only, like, 40% done or That's something. It, I mean, yeah. I might be wrong on that, but that's somewhere in the lines of that. So, yes, it's a lot of men- mental toughness. And, and how do you get that? Well, you got to put yourself in situations in the workout where you're reaching that threshold where you're like, I want to quit. Yeah. And then you kind of have to like change the thought process from like negativity to like a positive. I agree. Like instead of like saying, I want to stop, I want to stop, this sucks. Say, keep going, keep going, keep going, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you ever kind of use that, but am I the only crazy one that does that? Every day, man. It's like (laughs) self-talk that you have during the workout itself. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it before and I've literally gotten more reps. Yeah. Two, three more. 100%. You know dude. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and I would say this dude, more on the mental side, and I'm glad you b- brought up David Goggins right now and, and kind of like his approach when it comes to training and stuff like that, dude. It's, uh, I, w- I will say this, as I've gotten a little bit older, dude, I would say I might not be fitter than what I was three years ago, but my grit and my mental toughness is what allows me to push more than what I would have back then, you know what I mean? So, um, I'll have that talk to myself dude, when I'm doing like let's say a long row or if I'm doing this like high intensity, maximal intensity type of workout, short sprint, uh, there's a lot of self-talk that's going on dude, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just remind, remind myself like the pain goes away and that's a common thing that I just tell myself dude like look, you're not going to die and it might hurt a bit but the pain goes away like pretty fast. <laughs> You'll lay down on the ground for a bit might have to roll around, do whatever you do, but within a minute or two, it starts to subside yeah. a little bit, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. think um, us being coaches and leaders here at Hard, Hard Knocks, man, I think we have a huge role on making these people more mentally tough as it relates to the workout themselves, but I think there's a huge carryover outside of the gym as well, too. So if they learn it here, dude, if this is the first place they've ever been mentally tough, because we were able to help them get to that point, it's going to transfer over into other aspects of their life, oh, man. For sure. And that's a win-win, dude, in every situation, bro. You know, so... I think, honestly, I can relate to that and in, in how doing all the CrossFit stuff for this many years has transferred over because, um, like, when the wads are hard and the workouts are crazy, like, you start to look at those things, like, oh, you start to strategize how to work it out and yeah. stuff like that. And that same strategy, you can you can use in life like you can start to strategize and find solutions to things man. hell yeah so, man. yeah dude that's badass man i like that bro cool, cool, good cool. stuff man good stuff so this one's good bro and i've gotten asked this <laughs> other times as well too what is it, man? they what asked why did it take so long for you all to link up <laughs> and you all they mean you and i <laughs> so uh i asked myself that too why <laughs> don't you start that Bella? Right. i'll let you kind of break into it cool so Man, you know, I feel like I'm real big on, like, timing. Mm-hmm. I, re- I really believe that um, you sh- there, like a, there's a time and place where things are supposed to happen, and, and if they happen any time before that, it might be weird, it might not work. And I feel like I had to go through this exercise route, this journey, bro, that, you know, kind of took me a while you know, to, to, to find um, what you were kind of doing over here on this side, bro. And I remember, like, texting you the first, like, a while back, yeah. dude, and, like, asking you, like, for some guidance and stuff because I really didn't... I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't know where I wanted to go, you know. 
And at the time I was still schooling, I was still learning, I was still doing everything. So I think all of, of me just trying to develop myself and like to, to, to get to your level pretty much is what I was, I think, trying to achieve. So it took me this other route where I had to like kind of develop on my own, bro, and see, okay, what's up? How do I know? What can I do? How can I stand out myself? How, what do I have to give to the community? What can I do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then it took me through EBT. It took me through uh, CrossFit Brownsville. And then, like, finally, like, I came to, to to HK with you, bud. And and it's crazy because, like, Coach G, he comes here, Gonzalo yeah, Garza. Like, shout out to him. Hey. Um, I remember in his coaching of sports class, mm -hmm. he told, he, he was going off on this story. And he's like, yeah, man, like, whatever you want to do, like, you have to do it. Because sometimes you can go the long route and it might take you on different obstacles and it might take you away from where you want to be. Yeah. But eventually, if you stay true to you, what you want, you're going to come back. It's just a little detour. It was man. just That's a detour it. and you're eventually going to come back. And I was like, what the fuck? This is what's happening. So yeah, I took that detour. I came back and boom. Now here we are, man. <laughs> yeah, man. And dude, that's awesome to hear, man. Like that's... Uh, like some of that was new to me, you know what I mean? So that's great to hear, brother. And I will say this, man. So Coach Max and I have have been talking for a few years already, you know I mean? There's always this talk like somewhere down the road, man, we know we're going to link up. Like we knew that already. And I knew that. And the one that would ask me frequently, dude, there's two people, dude, that would ask me a lot. It was my wife, Cassie. Always, dude, like on the reg, bro. Like, hey. Max, like, have you talked talk, talk to him? What's maybe the possibility of him being part of the team and stuff like that? And my mom, dude. My mom. Mama uh, and you already know the way she feels about you. She just expressed that, like, a couple minutes ago, oh you know what I mean? God, but she would always ask me, so too, mean, man. Bro. You know what I mean? And, and uh, dude, we're equal, man, as I think with the other coaches here and stuff like that. I never find myself being the top gun here or smarter than anyone else in the room, dude. Like, like I, I, we're absolutely equal, dude. As far as education goes, the search that we have, having stuff like that. But I just think it's badass, dude, to have both of us in the same house, the same room, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And it's we're super fortunate as a team, dude, and as an organization to have you on board, and of course, Edna as well, too, man. You know what I mean? So good stuff, man. But guys, this just this. So just so everyone everyone knows, kind of the history, uh, Coach Max has been coaching for a ton of years already but we've been talking for like years already as well too and yeah. we always kind of had that understanding like hey man one of these days you like we'll be grouped up together we'll be on the same team and stuff like that and here we are now man it's awesome are, bro. so yes, good stuff sir. brother yes, good stuff, man. that was good that was a great question so uh moving on to the next one guys this is going to be um i guess we could both go off this one man too you know what i mean but uh so they asked, notice members getting certified recently. Um, where do I get started with this and is it worth it? You know, uh, I guess I could start on this one, bro. So, yeah, man, we, we've had um, over the past few years, just like I said, it's, it's uh, one of my main things with us and the team is continuing education. We're never done with that. We never will be. And if you're in this field and if you think that you don't have to go and seek out the information, then you've already stopped growing at that point and you're becoming extremely complacent and things start to go south really soon in regards to that, you know? 
Um, so I'm a big pusher, dude, for, hey, sky's the limit when it comes to this stuff, dude. We will never learn everything that we need to learn. So this is a never-ending pursuit in our field, man. Things change, bro. You know what I mean? Things change. Modalities change. Protocols. Uh, protocols change. What's in the market, what's in the field will change. You know what I mean? Uh, so I feel like it's our job and our duty to go and seek that information out. So that's why we go to continuing education throughout the year. We go out of the state. We pay for these seminars, symposiums, and conferences and stuff like that. Uh, so in regards to the question itself, yes, we've had a lot of members throughout the years that have actually gone out and gotten their audit certification or they've gone out and gotten like a uh, NSCA or a NASM certification or an ACE one or ACSM. We've had a lot of CrossFit level ones. There's a lot of people in this gym that are just your typical gym goer, man, you know what I mean, that have gone out and gotten their level one. So I think if you want to broaden your horizons in the field and get a better feel for what it is, then yes. Uh, if, if you really want to get invested in this field, even though you're not going to coach and you just want to broaden your horizons, like I said, and, and expand your knowledge, absolutely 100%, man. So now as far as how, how it gets into it being worth it, I think it just depends, man. You know what I mean? Like you could use this as more of like self-growth for yourself, which I think is amazing, dude. And everyone needs self-growth in some way or form. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. Uh, so in that aspect, yes. Now as far as like if you have a full-time job on the outside, and coaching is something you want to do, well, you do need a certification. So yes, like I do think it's worth it at that point too. I never think it's a bad idea to go get one of these certs. Uh, so yeah, man, I think 100% do that. It's badass that just our general members are going to continue an education with us. They went to Summer Strong with us in South Carolina this past year. Um, they've gone to Austin with us to the UT Athletic Performance one uh, and then you have people that are going and getting freaking certified dude it's yeah. badass man it's you know cool, so man. yeah yeah that's yeah, neat dude and um, I definitely agree like if if your intention is to just be like just a better human in general like yeah, certifications are cool man because you learn from like people who have already had certain experiences that maybe you haven't had or that you can relate to or maybe you're going through at the moment you yep. know what I'm saying like this knee thing or oh I learned this cool like back squat program like at these numbers this volume like and it doesn't have to sometimes they even teach you about psychology stuff and mental yeah. toughness bro they go into depth about all these cool things so yeah man like becoming a coach is so cool because like it's all out there bro and it's up to you to go get it and um, I love that dude it, it's, it's cool man like I love it I totally think it's worth it because I'm so invested in it like you said like I know nothing else bro yeah. <laughs> you know so True, might as yeah. well just keep knowing what I know and like sharpening the skills you know yeah, man. so it's the only I'm, way bro it's I'm the down. only way that's man. Cool, man that's cool yeah dude and we gotta keep it going in regards to that man we always will so um so Moving on to the last two questions that we got here, man. So um, it, they asked HK's coming up on the 10-year mark, the 10-year anniversary, which will be next year in August. Uh, what are your goals for 15 to 20 years? Um, dude, these first 10 years, man, I've, uh, I, I've learned every day along those nine years that we've been open, going on 10 years, you know what I mean? Um, and I would have never thought 
nine years ago that we'd be where we're at now. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, it blows my mind to even think where we'll be 15 to 20 years from now. But I will say there's two main goals that I have uh, for the 10-year mark and then moving on to that 5 and a 20-year mark, um, which is just nuts to think about, dude. You know what I mean? But I will say this, man, is that we will continue to deliver the services that we provide now. You know what I mean? Um, I want to set the standard as high as we can within our community on what we can do, what we, what we can accomplish as a team, and the results that we could kind of deliver with our kind of program and what we offer and stuff like that. Now the goal is to successfully implement that into our surrounding communities like we are with Edinburgh and stuff like that. Uh, Post-Edinburgh, once we get that place up and going, um, I don't know, man, it's kind of hard to tell. You know what I mean? Like I really just want to impact more lives in the community of Brownsville uh, up until that 10-year mark. And then those 15 to 20-year goals, I would say, is to really have Ed Edinburgh up and going by that time, have a solid team out there as well too, uh, that's just doing the same kick-ass job that we are here, man. So those, so those are gonna be those goals nice, right there for them. Bro. Nice, nice, nice. So. And then the last one, what, what, what you got? One more? Yeah, we got our last one right here, man. And I think we kind of go both, uh, kind of go off on uh, on our own experiences <laughs> oh, here, man. So, true, so, man. What is it? so they asked, how was it for you to get to where you are now? Um, and I think we've like we've kind of briefly like touched up on that man on the other podcasts and stuff like that, you know. So um, I'll let you open up on that man. Go for it, dude. Yes. Um, okay. So if when I hear this question, how was it for you to get where you are now? Um, I kind of see it as like, okay, well, I once was picturing these moments like in my head like I was visualizing like okay this is what I want to do bro I want to work here I want to do this I want to do this I want to work here now what it took to get here bro was a lot of fucking work absolutely um non-stop with school fucking grinding out remember when I was working like at Chick-fil-A then I was working at the Boys and Girls Club and I was coaching I had like three jobs Damn. doing like homework studying like it was not easy to like go through the whole education stuff like the masters like homework reading like i didn't have a life it's but a fucking grind bro it's a fucking grind but it, it was a it. fun one yeah because it was what i loved to do yeah and those moments that i had those that doubt and that like that like, fuck, man, am I on the right path? Am I doing the right thing? Am I connecting with the right people? What am I doing? You yeah. know, those moments? And it was like, I would always go back to this one quote that uh, Elizabeth Akinwali, I think, posted. And it was like, emotions change from day to day, but the end goal remains the same. Meaning that you should never act upon your feelings, always stick to the mission. Right, nice, and the man. mission is always going to be guided off your principles, not how you feel. So I was like, "Damn, okay, so just stay on the path." And then I remember wanting to work for a Rossi, got that. I remember wanting to do a Rossi and CrossFit, got that. And then I'm like, "Oh my God, I'm where I wanted to be, just with hard, hard work, yeah. hard work, bro. That's it." And I never visualized myself doing anything else, man. Like I just wanted this, 
And um, <laughs> it was just fun, man. That's... It was a fun. Now that I look back at it, I'm like, man, that was cool. Like, I wouldn't change anything. Let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> round, Let's go for round it. Round two. Yeah, man. Yeah, and, and right now I'm currently trying to, I'm always trying to see where I can go. And right now I'm, I'm kind of, I was in a little bit of a, a funk there. And I just had to kind of process and do things again. And, and now I'm back on it and I'm feeling real good again. And, and it, it's time. You know, yeah, but man, man it, it was cool, man. It was a great ride, and it was definitely worth it, and it was fun, man. So if you're out there and you're doing what what you you, you want to do, like keep doing that. Oh like, yeah, bro. You're gonna be happy as shit. For sure. Love it, man. <laughs> what about you, man? Dude, just like I said, man. I think you and I have a lot of similar times and kind of growth points and things like that that happened along our. Uh, along the way, man, on where we're at today, you know what I mean? So, um, I like that you mentioned the little quote right now, and that one was great, dude. And there's one uh, that when I was in grad school already, I read, and it still resonates with me every day of my life, dude. Um, and it's, success is uncommon, therefore not to be enjoyed by the common man. So what does that mean? You need to be willing to do the uncommon shit and be okay with it to gain success. Not monetary gains, I'm not talking about that at all, dude. Success for me, dude, is where I'm at right now in life, dude. You know what I mean? Um, and I will say this, dude. People will see us, right? And there's a meme that you've seen where they just look at the top of the iceberg, right? And it's this massive fucking iceberg, dude, right? And you see this beautiful thing at the top, but you don't see all the little things beneath that kind of make up that iceberg or the tip, or the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. The bottom of it is a lot more, dude. And our roots, dude, and I'm calling roots because we're the tree now. We're kind of this like standing thing that people will see, you know what I mean? Uh, there, There's a lot of roots that we have that point in different areas and directions, dude, as we've gotten to the point where we've gotten to now, you know what I mean? Nice, yeah. um, and it is, I will say this, dude, and in defense to us, with the educations that we have, the route that we took, the time, the money we have spent to get to the point where we're at, dude. Uh, I'm, I'm fucking proud to say, dude, that I spent six years in school, dude, busting my ass in the field that we're in, dude. I was a uh, bottom-of-the-barrel student, dude, and I always mention this, dude, because I want to give hope to those kids around our community as well, too, that are kind of in that same route where, where they might be like, man, I'm not that smart, dude. I have a speech impediment, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go to school, dude. Fuck that, dude, now. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know. You know what I mean? And I busted my ass for six years in school, dude, to be the best that I could in every exam that had to deal with the human body, physiology, biomechanically, dude. Uh, and, and, and that's the path that I took, bro. You know what I mean? And I busted my ass for it to get to where I'm at today, dude. You know what I mean? Uh... I was always the first one going on my own, go get a cert, go here, go to seminars, go to conferences. I went to a bunch of them alone, dude, by myself, dude, you know what I mean? Those are those uncommon things, dude, that luckily, dude, I did to get to the point where we're at today, you know what I mean? Um, and that's why I always say, dude, like this just wasn't a hobby of mine that I decided, hey guys, I like work, working out, so I want to own a gym. No. I want to operate and create an environment where people could thrive, dude, and improve their lives, man. You know what I mean? So um, that's what it took, dude. It took a lot of long nights, a lot of 
frustration, just like I said, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, dude. So a lot of frustrating nights where I couldn't get things or I couldn't get this or I couldn't do that. Well, I fucking made it through a master's degree, dude. Somehow, <laughs> some way, some form, dude. You know what I mean? And it's because of that passion that I have for the field and the love that I have for this field, man. You know what I mean? But if would I look back and would I change anything, dude? No, dude. And one thing, Max, that you've really gotten me to realize again, bro, and I thank you for this, man, is gratitude, bro. Uh, I 100% wouldn't even be close to where I'm at today if it wasn't for my team, you all, dude, but also the key mentors I had along the way, dude. They were the catalyst, bro, to get to where I'm at today. You know what I mean? So I also, also yes, I grinded my ass through school and stuff. I did, did whatever I did, the long hours and stuff like that. But... My mentors were there to kind of guide me along the way, bro. So huge thanks to them and you all, man. Dude, time, bro. sure. And that, I think any person that is kind of doing what they love to do, whether it's a doctor, a teacher, a principal, like a dentist, like whatever it is, like like they had that same, the same struggle or worse. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But they kept like going and going and now, now they're doing it. So like if anyone out there who's going through that, like just keep going, keep going, dude. it. Just know that the goal is always the same when you're on the mission. Hell yeah, man. You know always, bro. So, man, yeah. those are great questions. Those are awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of took us out of our normal little routine that we've been on with the podcast and stuff like that, man. For so, sure, I liked it. Um, I don't know, dude. What do you think about a little live Q&A sometime soon? You know I mean? I don't want to set a date. I don't it yet, but I think we could really get some good... I'm good we'll inside, man. Post or something about it, like you said, and yeah. um, I'm down. It'd be like what, like an Instagram or something. Instagram, Facebook, whatever, dude. I mean, go multiple platforms at that point. And it'd be the same, yeah. just spitballing about just life and just going, just man. Gym stuff. And what? 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 It won't everything. give us time to think though this time because it's live. <laughs> dude, so we could do it though, man. All right, we could do it. Hey, I'm down for that, man. Alrighty, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in once again. Just like I said, this was episode 15, man. We're going with it, brother. Go, We're going with it, man. more, man. Let's yeah. Do it. <laughs> so, y'all take care, guys, and uh, see y'all soon. All right. Later, y'all. Peace.